Hello, everybody, and welcome back once again to another Bantam Spotlight Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Galtieri. Happy to be with you. The month of February should be very exciting as we're welcoming Lee Howard to the podcast. You might remember her, Trinity Class of 2012. Well, guess what? Now she's the head coach of Marist Women's Soccer. First of all, Lee, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, thank you, Mike, for having me. It's a pleasure to be a part of the podcast this month. So, Lee, let's let's take it real way back, if you don't mind. You grew up in Connecticut, Bethany, Amity High School. Just talk about growing up. Did you always enjoy playing soccer? Is soccer your favorite sport? Yeah, you know, growing up, it was it was definitely the sport in which I played the most and enjoyed the most. Um, I was fortunate enough to have a father who grew up playing and achieved a lot of success at the University of Connecticut. So. Um, it's always been, you know, in the blood in our Howard family, and it's something that I spent many years playing and being coached by my father and, and other great local, local coaches around the area. So, yeah. That's awesome. And talk about your high school experience. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you have the most goals in Connecticut high school girls soccer. Is that correct? <laughs> uh, you might have to fact check that one at this point in time, but I know that... Um, you know, at the time, it was definitely at the top of the list uh, for careers or, or goals in a, my senior season, but achieved a lot of success over at Amity High School down there. Um, you know, we had a, a couple of great teams back my junior, senior year with a state championship and an undefeated season um, in my junior year. So, yeah, we had, a, we had a good group, a lot of players who went on to play at the Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three level uh, after their their high school years and and so that's a great question a great segue excuse me did you know about trinity much growing up and how did your recruitment go about uh coming from high school going to trinity college yeah well you know um trinity always has had a great reputation i think in the state and, and in the northeast region um you know it's always been one of those schools especially in the in the nescat conference that rises to the top in terms of academics and athletics and the type of student-athlete experience that it could provide. Um, I'm not sure when I was growing up that I knew all the different pieces uh, that, that that entailed, but I think as I got older and started, started that process and started to get an idea of what I was looking for um, from a student-athlete experience, it, it really shined pretty brightly in terms of places where I might look to go in the future. And then, was so recruitment-wise, was it Trinity with any other schools in the mix? And uh, just talk about your first season at Trinity College playing for head coach Michael Smith. Yeah, I mean, my recruiting process took me to a number of different places. Um, you know, I went to schools at a multitude of levels between smaller Division One schools uh, to see if I could get a spot on a couple of the big ones in state, um, all the way you know, down to some of the, the top-tier Division three schools. Um, you know, it really came down to me um, between Trinity and, and Williams College, also within the NESCAT conference. Um, so I did a couple of visits to each, um, as well as a few other schools in the area. And, you know, my experience with, with Coach Smith and, and the student-athletes there at Trinity um, upon my visit was second to none. And... I think the way in which Coach Smith sold his program and the experience that you'll get there in Hartford, as well as my experience 
um, that I was fortunate enough to have abroad. Uh, those were all different pieces that kind of played a role in, in deciding to make Trinity my home for the next four years. I like to get take you to your mind. First of all, by the way, you were the all, the only member, still to this day, to be four time All NESCAC Conference uh, member in your all four years. So that's a huge accomplishment. But what I want to know is, was there a time your freshman year, coming out of high school, or a moment when you're like, "Wow, you know, I can really play. I can excel at this level." Yeah, I, you know, I think everyone has nerves coming into to a new program, a new system, and a new level. Um, that that doesn't really evade anybody. Um, but I think what what Coach Smith and and the rest of the program, especially the upperclassmen at the time, um, the two captains and Erica Matrashik, who who later was a coach for me in, in my latter two years, um, and Devin Wanagu, you know, they did a great job in really integrating the the underclassmen and making us feel as though not only we were part of the Trinity Phantom family, but that we were, we were necessary parts. Um, so I think the way that they, as well as the staff approached us newcomers really made us feel as though we were a part that, that was needed in order to have success uh, throughout the rest of the season. And then is there a moment from your playing career in those four years uh, that really sticks out in your mind? Oh man, um, you know there were there were lots of moments. I have to admit that one of one of my most favorite moments was was at the beginning of of our career in our freshman year. Uh, you know, you come in as these wide eyed freshmen just wanting to play, and you know, as coaches, we kind of look at it as almost an ignorant as ignorance is bliss type of experience where you come in just trying to play as hard as you can for as long as you can. Um, and one of our first non-conference games, I believe we were at Manhattanville, but we played against Keene State. It was a little tournament of sorts. Um, and my my eventual roommate at the time, closest friends, uh, her, name, her name's Shauna Altdorf, um, you know, one of our classmates drove a ball across. I dummied it through um, through my legs, and Shauna just sent a rocket right into the upper 90 uh, to win the game. Um, and that was probably one of the moments she ended up getting Rookie of the Week. And, you know, at, at that time, we didn't really know what that meant, but it, it was a cool thing for her to achieve. And just the fact that all three of us freshmen, um, you know, were a part of that play and a part of that moment garnering that success was just a, an exciting way to start the season, not to mention you know, it was probably one of the better plays we had in our four years, um, regretfully. But um, it, it was quite the way to start off our careers and really make a mark as a freshman class. And then outside of school at Trinity, what was your, kind of your favorite moment when you hang with your friends in the dorm? Do you have like a moment where you enjoyed the uh, off the field, off the pitch? Um. You know, believe it or not, I think probably my favorite moment was was hmm, that's a tough one. I would have to say one of my most favorite nights at, at, at Trinity was was a night in which we had um, the the department wide psychology din- dinner. So I majored in psych at Trinity College, and um, every major kind of culminates the careers or the, you know, the academic careers of its constituents uh, with, a, with a dinner and kind of an awards night. Um, and that really, to me, struck a chord with 
just what it took to get a degree at Trinity and to start uh, and to start the relationships with the professors that even now you know I I have with some of them touching base on a yearly basis. Um, so that that night in and of itself just showed to me you know how close the department was, but how close the the, the faculty are to their students and how much they really do care about the type of experience they're giving to us, um, you know, as young, young people trying to grow in, in whatever profession we, we decide to pursue. And then, you know, I'm interested, Lee, when you were playing, was there a moment when you knew you wanted to be a coach or did the coaching just kind of come to together after your career ended? Yeah, you know, I get asked that a lot, especially having my father as a big part of my game growing up and always kind of having those backseat conversations after games, um, you know, from the coach's point of view. Um, I really don't think that it hit home with me just how much soccer was a part of my life until I got the opportunity to go abroad to South Africa in my junior year. I spent just under six months there um, and, and got the opportunity along with one of my teammates, Courtney Davini, um, of working with a nonprofit organization that that kind of empowered um, youth and empowered communities through sport, and, and it wasn't really until that experience that I learned just how powerful the sport is in helping change people's lives for the better. And that was something that, when coming home, um, you know, back to the states for my senior year, kind of shifted my mentality and my perspective going forward. Um, you know, and and now I feel as though. Each and every day I get to be a part of making people better through a sport that, that we both love. And I don't feel as though there are many careers that are better than that. Yeah, you're right. That That's really awesome. Let's just talk about the success you did have on the other side now, coaching at Trinity. We look at 2013, 13-4-1, a school record for wins. Uh, just talk about your experience coaching at Trinity and the differences you noticed and you have between playing and coaching during that time period. You know, back when you, back when you asked us a few minutes ago about kind of some of my favorite moments at Trinity with the soccer program, to be honest, the first moments that came to my mind came came as a coach. Um, you know, I think there's a there's a totally different type of ownership you have over the experience uh, when you become a coach and when you start to see success that other people can have through a message that you've delivered. Um, and when that starts to click, it's a really special feeling. Um, you know, in that, in that year that we had at Trinity, I think we worked really, really hard as a staff to just increase the efforts um, from a recruiting standpoint, not just in terms of how visible we were around the region in, in recruiting, but just in terms of how we, we marketed Trinity and the types of experiences you can have through the career development through the city of Hartford, through experiences abroad. Um, we really took it seriously, um, the type of shift that we were trying to make in selling our experience to young prospective student-athletes. And, and I think, you know, it showed in not just the talent that we were able to bring in in the next few years, but also in the, the types of kids that came through the program and, and what they're doing now and what sorts of, experiences they had on campus in other programs and then talk about did that kind of solidify your coaching that you wanted to that experience of training that you want to continue to move on which you did going to Bucknell and now Marist 
Uh, did that kind of solidify that you're like, wow, I want to do this as a career? Absolutely. I mean, as I said, you know, it's just a different type of feeling that you get when, when you're coaching and you have all of this control. But a lot of it's this perceived control that when, when the game, when the whistle blows, especially in our sport, you don't have the ability to call timeouts. You don't have the ability to, to call plays. So it really is a matter of whether or not you've instilled kind of your vision and your philosophy in in your players and whether or not they've received it um, and been able to execute it. So, you know, through the success we were able to have in those couple of years at Trinity and, and making it to the NCAA tournament for the first time ever, um, I really kind of caught the bug of, of trying to continue to see where where the coaching career would take me beyond, you know, the NESCAC and beyond Division Three. Was that an adjustment going to Bucknell? Obviously, you played at Trinity, you coached at Trinity. This is the, kind of your first time away from the nest, so to speak, uh, as an assistant coach at Bucknell. Yeah, I mean, it was it was obviously a jump. I mean, we I spent the past seven years as a player and a and a coach, you know, under the same under the same direction of, of Coach Smith, and, and through that time, he was nothing but supportive and really pushed me to, to get myself out of my comfort zone at Trinity and explore options um, beyond the program. Uh, for me, Bucknell was a fantastic and a pretty seamless transition in the sense that it's, it's similar in terms of the type of school, in terms of its mission as you know an institution of higher education, the place that really values the student-athlete experience um, both on the field and in the classroom. So it, it was a jump in terms of the where and the how fast, but it wasn't exactly a jump in terms of the mentality that the school took towards its student-athletes. And then just to wrap things up, talk about how what what a jump this is now. Head coach at Marist, recently named. Just talk about how that all came about, the interview process, and what your life's been like now. I'm sure it's a whole different ballgame when you're going from assistant coach to head coach. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out what my life is like here as a head coach. Um, <laughs> it's been it's been quite the month uh, with all sorts of things to put together, personally, uh, career wise, and and then here within the program. Um, but you know, I'm I'm really the beneficiary of what was a fantastic couple years at Bucknell. You know, under the guidance of my my former boss Kelly Cook, um, what she was able to do with the program in in walking into a fifth, fourth seed program um, and then going on in three years to be a finalist our first year and back-to-back conference champs for the first time in over a decade, um, you know, there at Bucknell. Uh, you know, it's, it speaks volumes to her abilities as a coach. And I think, you know, in, in being recognized and being able to come here to Marist College as the head coach, it's, it's really a reflection of how much she invested in me as her assistant and as a growing coach. Um, you know, I'm very fortunate to be in this spot and to be able to take what I've learned under my two, you know, closest mentors in the game and, and try and put it into my own program and put a stamp on, on another institution in that way. And we wish you the best of luck going forward. We know it'll be very successful. Just your last question last comment 
What do you want to say to those Trinity players right now who might be looking up towards you and follow your career path the next couple of years? What do you say to those current student athletes playing at Trinity right now? I think the biggest thing to remember in, in your four years at Trinity um, is that you're going to meet people in all sorts of different situations at all different times of your career, whether it's soccer, whether it's in the classroom, or you know, whether it's in the dining hall. And you know, each and every one of those interactions is going to go a long way in shaping who you're going to be in the next 5, 10, 15 years of your life. So embrace those moments. Um, don't say no to those moments and really try and gain a better understanding of the people who are around you there at Trinity College because it's a fantastic place to be full of uh, a people with a lot of pride for the school and what it stands for. Well, Lee Howard, thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast. And once again, good luck now entering your first year as a head coach at Marist College. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it very much. And, and go Bantams.